This episode of No Playbook is sponsored by LTT Productions. Like, comment, share, tell your friends, even tell your grandma. Get the word out about LTT and we can watch this thing grow together. This episode of No Playbook is brought to you in partnership with musician Jumbo the Bear God. You can get his new song NDA wherever you get your music and make sure to check out his music video on YouTube filmed by Bonzo Raps and in association with Create the Mood Films. A link to his YouTube page will be linked in the Twitter post and also in the description. Make sure you check him out wherever you get your music and thank you to Jobo for partnering for this podcast. This podcast is sponsored by Smith Media Consulting. For all your audio or video production or for media consulting, contact Smith Media Consulting at 618-294-3399. Again, contact Smith Media Consulting at 618 618- Two nine four three three nine nine. Make sure you stay up to date on everything LTT Productions related. You can follow LTT Productions on Twitter at LTT Productions One. You can also follow the host of the No Playbook podcast, Drew Pounton, on Twitter as well at Pounton eighteen. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter for everything LTT Productions related. Welcome back to the No Playbook Podcast. Today we talk about Brandon Staley being Brandon Staley, the Raiders and the Chiefs, and what is going on in Denver, right here on the No Playbook Podcast. This episode of No Playbook is sponsored by LTT Productions. Like, comment, share, tell your friends, even tell your grandma. Get the word out about LTT and we can watch this thing grow together. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the No Playbook Podcast on the LTT Productions feed. I am, as always, your host, Drew Pountain. Got a special guest with me today. My daughter is joining me in, I guess, studio. You going to say hi? She's not, but that's okay. Yeah, I got a loaded show for you today. My fantasy lineup, I made two trades. Since our last episode, the, as always, no playbook pecking order. And then, you threw up on me. It's gross. So let's dive right in. Brandon Staley keeps making the worst calls that I've ever seen as a head coach. So, the Chargers and the Browns played this past Sunday... And the Chargers are up, I believe it was 30-28. to 28. And it's fourth down and two. And I think they're on the, they may be at the 50 or they're around that mark on the field. So there's a minute 30 or something left. The Browns have no timeouts. And Brandon Staley says, let's go for it. And they don't get it. The Browns do everything that they can to get in the field goal range and... Cade York, the rookie kicker out of, I believe, LSU, misses the kick. I tweeted out, I said, if Brandon Staley loses this game because of that two-point or the fourth down and two call, he should be fired. And I think it should be fired either way. Because if it would have been any other kicker that wasn't a rookie, you know, you throw Justin Tucker, Matt Prater, Matt Gay out there. I mean, I could keep going on and on. I mean, Justin Reed. You know, Harrison Butker. 
you throw any of those guys out there and it is it is a made field goal and the game is over and Brandon Staley should be looking for a new job. I understand going forward and going for the kill shot, but there's no reason to do that. You punt the ball away. At worst, they're at the 20-yard line via a touchback. Do you disagree with me? That's what I thought. Um, but again, either way, they're at the 20-yard line. At the worst, no timeouts, a backup quarterback, and a run-heavy offense. So yeah, I don't I don't like that call at all. I think Brandon Staley I mean, they're kind of struggling right now. They have had a, a tough schedule, but I think that if they don't make the playoffs or they're not flirting with the playoffs like a 10 and 7 record or 11 and 6, something like that that he needs to be fired. Um I know that the owner's cheap in Los Angeles, but You've got to do what you've got to do. You have one of the best quarterbacks in the league, a great defense. Keenan Allen, I wish that they would get a little bit more depth at wide receiver. That way when Keenan Allen goes out, yeah, it sucks, but it it won't be as bad as it just being Mike Williams, you know. Um, So I'd like to see them add that in the offseason. But, again, this is one of the top-to-bottom best rosters in all of football. Do you agree? Take that as a yes. Another terrible call I saw this weekend was Josh McDaniel going for two points in the Raiders-Chiefs game. Now, the Raiders get a bad break. Okay, they really do. This team could easily be, I mean, even 500 at this point. They're 1-4. I guess they can't be 500, but they could be 3-2, 2-3, even you know after losing to the Chiefs, 4-1. They have just lost a lot of close games, and they lost another one, and Josh McDaniels goes for two with, I think it was like four and a half minutes left in the fourth quarter. They go for two, don't get it, and now you're playing from behind, and Devontae Adams now has a misdemeanor assault charge. I just, I didn't understand the call, even in the moment. I definitely don't understand it now. I mean, what's the worst thing that happens there? You tie the game, you go down, you know, they drain clock and kick a field goal and win, but at least you gave your team a chance. You know, I guess if you can see into the future, the Raiders' defense ended up getting a stop on Kansas City's next drive. So at that point, you've tied the game, and you just need to get in field goal range. You don't need a touchdown. You just need a field goal, which I guess is what they needed then, but at least you're going into overtime. And the Raiders played really well that game going into, I mean, if they could stop Travis Kelsey from four yards out, they would have won that game. Travis Kelsey, I think, had four touchdowns on 25 yards receiving. It was just a bad day to be a Raiders fan. And Josh McDaniels, again, I didn't understand the call in real time. I still don't understand it. Even if they would have gotten it, I still would be questioning it just because why are you going for two with – you know, one of the most big play heavy offenses in the league. The worst thing that happens is, you you know, like they're not going to run the ball. They don't really run it that effectively, or at least they haven't ran it that effectively all year. So you stop Clyde Edwards-Alaire, and then you go on offense, tied again. Bad call by Josh McDaniels, and again, bad call by Brandon Staley. This episode of No Playbook is brought to you in partnership with musician Jumbo the Bear God.
You can get his new song, NDA, wherever you get your music. And make sure to check out his music video on YouTube, filmed by Bonzo Raps and in association with Create the Move Films. A link to his YouTube page will be linked in the Twitter post and also in the description. Make sure you check him out wherever you get your music. And thank you to Jobo for partnering for this podcast. Okay, I want to jump to the Broncos next. Um, the Broncos and the Colts just gave everybody probably the worst Thursday night football game that anybody will ever see. I mean, it was – luckily, I didn't watch it, okay? I, I I think that's the first time I'll ever say, luckily, I wasn't watching football that night. But I didn't watch it, and I just see – all over Twitter about how bad the game is. There's, It's going in overtime, and Denver fans are leaving the stadium. They had, um, I can't remember, I really want to say like K.J. Hamler or something, uh, on a, on a uh, slant route, couldn't get it to him, and the Broncos end up losing 12-9. to But I think if Nathaniel Hackett doesn't do very well this year, that he gets fired at the end of the year. I mean, it's okay to lose games, you know, your first season as a head coach trying to gel, but you should not be losing to the Colts. You should not be getting blown out by every team that you play, you know, and just the offense not be great. I mean, he's already got two of the worst losses probably all season, and we're going into week six. I mean, they lost their first game to Seattle. Now, give Seattle credit, they do play really good football, but... Denver has the best, one of the best rosters, top again, top to bottom in the NFL. Good defense, a hell of a pass rush. They have a good, uh, obviously, a good quarterback, good running backs. Um, get well soon, Javante Williams, and then they also have pretty decent receivers. So I think this team needs an overhaul, most likely in the head coaching department. I think that Nathaniel Hackett, again, if they're not competitive and they're not competing for a playoff spot, then get him out of there. You know, he is not ready for all this. Um, And I've just seen Russ is a bad leader in the locker room or he's cringy. And, you know, from what I understand, NFL guys don't like that, which is fine. You know, they'll like it when they if they start winning. But they're not winning right now. So we'll take a look at what odds they have later with my week six picks, but I just, I I don't really see Russ to blame here. I see the bad play calling and bad head coaching. Hopefully Russ can turn it around and be the Russell Wilson of old because he's one of the best quarterbacks in all the league when he's the Russell Wilson of old. I think I saw somewhere that he has shoulder problems too. Um, So not saying that that's to blame for anything because – you know, if you're out there, you're healthy enough to be playing. So, again, hopefully everybody in Denver heals well and they come back either this week or next week and put some wins together and try to compete for a playoff spot. But right now, it's not looking very good. The Giants get a big win over Green Bay. Uh, kind of a shocker, honestly. Um, I definitely did not have them winning at all, or even being a close game. But the Giants, Brian Dayball, give him Coach of the Year right now, okay? I don't care if they win another game all season. Give him Coach of the Year right now. There's nobody more deserving than Brian Dayball. Sure, you can give it to Nick Sirianni, who's like 5-0 and right now. But the talent that he has around them to be 5-0, and the Giants are 4-1. and The Giants. 
one of the worst rosters in the NFL, one of the worst quarterbacks in the NFL, Saquon Barkley finally having his resurgence. I mean, they are just losing guys left and right. I mean, they just lost, I think it was Sterling Shepard towards ACL out for the season. It was either Sterling Shepard or Darius Slayton. I can't remember. Leonard Williams didn't play that game, you know. Just the he's getting the best out of these guys, and that's what being a coach is all about. Give Brian Dayball Coach of the Year. He deserves Coach of the Year more than anybody else in the NFL. Mike McCarthy's had a good year, 4-1, and one, but talent-wise, Giants got it. All right, one of my last topics that I want to touch on before we get into the pecking order and my fantasy lineups and my week five picks and then my week six picks is the Rams struggling very badly, okay? Uh, It is pretty bad. They lost to the Cowboys, and Matt Stafford just has no time to throw, okay? that's It's simple as that. He is one of the worst offensive lines in the league, and Matt Rule just got fired. I don't really have any thoughts on that, just – He's a bad coach in the NFL. He's going to get another college job, and you know we'll just forget about this scent in the NFL, probably more than likely. But I mean, I see that people are like, "Oh, you know, it's we need to go get DJ Moore, and they need to get you know CMC. Like, we need an offensive lineman. That's that's what they need. That's what we need." Uh, uh, me being a Rams fan, nothing would make me more excited than trading for an offensive lineman or signing somebody off of a practice squad or giving Stafford more time to throw to anybody other than just Cooper Cup and Tyler Higby. Allen Robinson has been very underwhelming, and I honestly wish they would have saved the money for OBJ. I'm reading on Twitter today that OBJ is, you know, not received a contract offer from L.A., and if he has, it wasn't up to his standards. And, I mean, he was a really good receiver last year whenever we needed him. So I, I, I wish that they would have saved that money for OBJ guess he's going to be coming back in mid-November but now it looks like he's going to be going to Buffalo I think he's visiting Buffalo today and I just I don't understand it yeah the Rams have been they're trading their picks and this is kind of where it ends but they've been they're not healthy you know Cam Akers is showing I guess his true colors he's not really been a great running back Terrell Henderson has always been a number two in my opinion um, and it's just Cooper Cup Tyler Higby Matthew Stafford that's the offense Allen Robinson has had a couple of drops and just I mean he had a pretty good grab last week against the Cowboys but I mean I think he has like 95 receiving yards on the season 95 you know so they need offensive line they need to uh, I uh, honestly try to dump A Rod back to try to dump A Rod back to um, Chicago, you know, or someplace that needs a receiver. Green Bay, um, but we don't need receiver help. We need offensive line and pass rush and corner depth help more than anything. This episode of No Playbook is brought to you in partnership with musician Jumbo the Bear God. You can get his new song, NDA, wherever you get your music, and make sure to check out his music video on YouTube, filmed by Bonzo Raps and in association with Create the Mood Films. A link to his YouTube page will be linked in the Twitter post and also in the description. Make sure you check him out wherever you get your music, and thank you to Jobo for partnering for this podcast. 
Make sure you stay up to date on everything LTT Productions related. You can follow LTT Productions on Twitter at LTT Productions 1. You can also follow the host of the No Playbook podcast, Drew Pounton, on Twitter as well, at Pounton18. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter for everything LTT Productions related. All right, let's hit that No Playbook pecking order. Number one team in the NFL got to remain with Buffalo. I mean, they have that one loss to Miami that I think if they were completely healthy that they wouldn't have lost to Miami. Um, They are getting Tredavious White back. I think this week, I think he was activated off of the injured reserve list today. I'm recording this on Wednesday. Uh, So I think he was activated today. He could play, I believe, this week, Um, you know. If not this week, then probably next week. But the Bills got a very, very, very tough matchup against the Chiefs. Easily one of the best games of the year. It was a great game last year. And uh, I'm sure that that will be more than likely one of the most watched games probably in NFL history. Number two, I'll give them their counterpart, the Kansas City Chiefs, the second best team in all of football. They've just played really good teams, and they have beat really good teams. Um, I can't remember who they – I think they lost to the Colts um, on just a bad game. Um, But, again, the Chiefs, I think their level of competition is better than, you know, the number three team, which would be the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, The only 5-0 team in the NFL, and I think, again, their level of competition compared to the Bills and the Chiefs just isn't as good. They've played the Jaguars, who at the time were pretty good, and they still are pretty good, but – Trevor Lawrence has had his problems turning the ball over, having multiple fumbles. And so I think that the Eagles are the number three team this week. They have a tough matchup with Dallas um, that I'm excited to watch. Number four, give me Baltimore. Uh, I really like Lamar Jackson. I wish that they would go out and trade for DJ Moore. I think if any team needs a wide receiver, it's Lamar Jackson. Uh, So I think that their running game is really good. Their defense – I mean, teams can pass on them, but they force a lot of turnovers. Um, they just got David Ojabo back there, I believe, second-round pick. Uh, he came off the injured reserve list today as well, so hopefully we'll see him either this week or next week. But the pass rush is slowly coming together. Baltimore's finally getting healthy after being the team last year that that missed the most players due to an injury. Number five, I've got the 49ers. Um Give this team a good quarterback, and they are easily the best team in the NFL. Injuries are kind of riddling them right now, but they beat the brakes off of Carolina. Um, again, I think that with a better quarterback, and Jimmy G is not bad, but if you give them, I don't even know, like a Matt Stafford or a, you know, an upper echelon quarterback, this is easily one of the best teams in all of football. Number six, give me Tampa Bay. The offense still isn't right, um, but the defense is one of the best in the NFL. And with Tom Brady, you just kind of assume that they're going to eventually figure it out. Number seven, give me Minnesota. Kirk Cousins, Justin Jefferson finally getting back on the same track to at least to where he is his number one receiver, which I love doing on my fantasy team. But Vikings, they've been playing really good. They beat the Packers. I think. I also think that they're 4-1. and one. Um, Their lone loss coming to the Eagles on week two, but again, the Vikings have played pretty good football as well as the Cowboys who are in at my number eight slot. Whenever they get Dak back, this team should be really good. They're finally healthy at wide receiver. Um, the defense is, you know, has one of the best pass rushes. Them and Denver are up there with one of the best pass rushes in all of the league. Um, and then they don't really give you time to pick apart their secondary, but Trayvon Diggs has had a pretty good season from what I've seen. Um, you know, he plays really good coverage. So, bless you. 
bless you. So Trayvon Diggs in that defense and Micah Parsons and Demarcus Lawrence have all been playing really good football. Number nine, give me the Bengals. Had a tough loss to the Ravens, but it was to the Ravens, and they kept it really close throughout most of the game. Um, so I think that the Bengals are the number nine team in all of football. And number 10, give me the Chargers. Again, top to bottom, this is one of the best rosters in all of the league, but a better head coach would probably go a long way. Uh, Brandon Staley, I just – would love him back in L.A. as a defensive coordinator or as a defensive coordinator, but I just don't think that he needs to be making these decisions. Yeah, analytics is cool and all, but it also comes with manalytics, you know, that, well, we haven't really been good on third down and fourth down, and they have no timeouts and a backup quarterback, and I'm going to have to drive 80 yards to do anything with it. Yeah, I think that I would punt here. No, let's go for it on fourth down. That is still one of the stupidest decisions I've ever seen ever. Um but, again, I would with the better head coach, I think the Chargers and Justin Herbert could take a massive jump. All right. Let me pull up my – let me pull up my fantasy app here. Um, so I've made two pretty big trades this past week. Um, I've been trying to get rid of Tom Brady for a while, and I finally got rid of him to – one of my buddies um, in the Fantasy League, I sent over Tom Brady, Hunter Renfro, and Cam Akers. He gave me DJ Moore and a third-round pick. Uh, just a dump of some players, honestly. Um, he needed another quarterback. His running back depth was pretty bad, and he needed another wide receiver. Hunter Renfro, you know, whenever they're on, it can be that guy and can play really well. Um, but... I just didn't need him. I have really good wide receivers, and I have really young wide receivers too, actually. Um, my other trade, and everybody in the uh, the group chat and everybody that was on our sleeper uh, league said that I, I won the trade, and I'm glad that I did. Um, so I receive Christian Kirk, A.J. Dillon, and Kyle Pitts. I give up Curtis Samuel, Dallas Goddard, and Tony Pollard. Dallas Goddard I really didn't want to part ways with, but I think whenever the Falcons can get right and they can get the quarterback right, that Kyle Pitts will be used correctly. Plus I have Tyler Higbee. Um, Dallas Goddard is a number five tight end in fantasy, and Tyler Higby is number six. So going up against Carolina this week, I think that Tyler Higby is going to see a great workload. Um, and A.J. Dillon just for some uh, running back depth. So my starting lineup this week, going into week number six, I'm 3-2. and two. I won last week against Branton. Um, but I just – I've lost a couple of – Close games I lost to Justin, a guy in our league, due to a pretty much crush, or uh, not Christian Kirk, um, you know, Travis Kelsey and Clyde Edwards-Alaire going crazy. So that was one of my losses, and I've also lost to Eli. But I think I have a pretty good chance this time. Um, I'm scheduled to put up 154 points compared to my opponent's 134. My fantasy lineup consists of Lamar Jackson, who's playing in New York, Ramondre Stevenson, who had a pretty good week last week. He gave me 19 and a half fantasy points. Brees Hall, who has solidified himself as a number one wide receiver or number one running back in uh, uh, New York, and I knew that he would. He was my number one running back coming out of college. I think he was a great pickup by the Jets. Um, had, I think, over 200 scrimmage yards um, last week. Justin Jefferson, my wide receiver one, as always, unless he's on a bye, gave, has given me 30-plus points in the past two weeks. Um, had a good game against the Bears. Debo Samuel taking on Atlanta. 
uh, Debo gave me 11 points, but, um, you know, it's Debo Samuel. He's used in so many ways that it'd be crazy not to use, not to, you know, keep him on the field. As I mentioned, Tyler Higby going against Carolina had a good week last week. I claimed him off of waivers. Um, in Dallas, he had 11 and a half points. Um, Dallas Goddard for me last week had 17 and a half. And Dallas Goddard, again, he's been a good tight end, but I think Kyle Pitts will pass him up. Um, as my flex, hopefully Michael Thomas will play this week. Um, he's just he's been out for the past two weeks, hasn't played, so he's in right now as my as one of my flexes. If he doesn't play, um, trying to think of who I would throw in there. I would. I don't really want to throw Romeo Dobbs. I honestly might throw AJ Dillon or DJ Moore in there. Uh, Darnell Mooney is also a good option. I might throw him in there as well. But if Michael Thomas plays, Michael Thomas will be there. Uh, Christian Kirk is also in as one of my flexes. He's had a couple down weeks, but going against Indianapolis, I think that Trevor Lawrence and Jacksonville are going to get on the right track this week. Uh, speaking of Trevor Lawrence, um, going up against Indianapolis, uh, I'm going to substitute Zach Wilson in for Trevor Lawrence that might come back and bite me in the butt um, but Zach Wilson in for Trevor Lawrence Zach Wilson had a pretty good game last week gave me 14 and a half fantasy points off my bench but against Pittsburgh he had almost 19 and I have picked up the Bears defense going against Washington's offense this week um, Carson Wentz always bound to turn the ball over a couple of different times but I think that they're going to have a um Hopefully have a pretty good game this week. Going to go through my week five and a week six NFL picks. Went nine and seven last week. Um, started off with a couple of losses. The Broncos, the Packers, and the Lions all lost last week. Uh, the Broncos lost to the Colts, Packers to the Giants, and Lions to the Patriots. The Vikings beat the Bears. The Chargers beat the Browns, and the Bills beat the Steelers. Those were all. These are all my picks that I start off with. The Dolphins lost to the Jets pretty bad. The 49ers beat the um, Panthers. The Rams, I had them against the Cowboys. And this is where I go on a quick little winning streak. I had the Eagles. Um, I had the Ravens over the Bengals. Chiefs over the Raiders. Saints over the Seahawks. Bucks over the Falcons. And then I would have had the Commanders and the Jaguars winning last week as well. Going into this week, starting off with Thursday night's game, I have the Bears taking on Washington. Uh, I have the Bears winning that one 17-14. 49ers at the Falcons. I have the Falcons, um, excuse me, the 49ers winning that one 35-28. Patriots at the Browns. I have the Browns winning 25-21. Jets at the Packers. Give me the Jets in an upset 35-32. Packers have not been good in the second half, and I think the Jets' offense can be pretty explosive at times. Jags at the Colts, give me the Jags, twenty-one to seven. Vikings at the Dolphins, give me the Dolph or whew, excuse me, give me the Vikings, twenty-eight to seventeen. No two would no probably no no Teddy Bridgewater, so there'll be a backup quarterback. Uh, give me the Bengals at the Saints, give me the Bengals, twenty-one to fourteen. Ravens at the Giants, Ravens twenty-eight fourteen. Bucks at the Steelers, give me the Bucks, twenty to fourteen. Rams at the Panthers, hopefully a bounce-back game for the Rams and a 35-21 victory. Cardinals at the Seahawks, give me that one 
or excuse me, Seahawks 23 to 20. Game of the year, the Bills at the Chiefs. Give me the Chiefs 35 to 30. Cowboys at the Eagles. Give me the Eagles 21 to 14. And the Broncos at the Chargers on Monday night. Give me the Chargers 28 to 14. That is all I've got for you this week. Hopefully see you next week. I've missed a couple of weeks here and there, but just um, working on the house, obviously having a baby. Uh, takes up a lot of my time, but I try to get out the podcast as often, as frequently as I can. Try to get it every Thursday morning, but sometimes it doesn't happen that way. But uh, going to have it for you this Thursday morning, which would be today as you're listening to it, obviously. So I want to take this time and thank you for your support. Thank you for listening. And uh, thanks for being a part of the LTT family. This is your Pouncing from the No Playbook Podcast, signing off.